Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Vidmark Podcast. I'm very excited. This week, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl commercials from not last Sunday, but the previous one. So I know, a little delayed, but we promised to release the episode with Elizabeth last week, so here we are. But um, I like the idea of reviewing the Super Bowl commercials because... After all, they are videos, they're advertisements, and the ones that stick in our minds are the ones that have a memorable story. So, Or in the case with this year, maybe they tacked on to another story or a cultural phenomenon, just something that gets to stick in your mind as a viewer. So today I'm going to be going through my five top favorites in order leading up to the top favorite one, and I'm going to include some of the notable mentions as well as a review of the halftime show, and I think this is going to be a really fun episode, so let's get started. Welcome to Vidmark, a podcast to give you the video marketing knowledge to always hit the mark. Let us help build your confidence with video strategy and content creation best practices. Join us weekly for pro tips and guest interviews as we explore the powerful communication tool of video. It's time to boost your business. Let's talk video. All right, number five on the list is GM's Altium battery with Will Ferrell, uh, the competition with Norway. Uh, This one is just, I mean, anything with Will Ferrell is pretty funny. just brings so much humor to it. And um, also some notable characters like uh, Keenan Thompson and uh, Aquafina. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this, and I think they're building upon people's sense of competition. So Will Ferrell right away says that, uh, you know, Norway is beating us in electrical vehicles, electric vehicles. And, you know, at the Super Bowl, that's a competition. So I think they're playing upon that. Uh, you know, <laughs> Will Ferrell in perfect fashion. He's got, you know, kind of a, a rustic-looking beard, a plaid shirt pot belly punches right through the globe uh says he won't stand for it so i mean i don't know how much of this i know he's a pretty improv kind of actor uh method actor maybe as i say it but he does a good job of uh bringing you on along for the ride uh and then the next scene will ferrell is in the car talking to you the camera he says i won't stand for it uh and he actually exclaims, we're going to crush those losers <laughs> in reference to uh, the Winter Olympics, the luge. But um, I had to do a little bit of research on this one because I was like, oh, does Norway, has Norway won a lot of uh, the luge? Um, well, Norway has won 368 medals at the Winter Olympics. They have the most of all time since the inception of the Games. But they actually haven't won luge in the Olympic Games, so... Uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but that was something I noticed. Germany actually has the most with uh, 31 gold medals, and it was like something like 70-plus medals in general. So, a little fun fact. And then he eventually visits Keenan Thompson, uh, dressed in a pirate costume for his daughter's birthday, apparently. Uh, And I had to do a little bit of research on Keenan as well. He's actually the longest member of SNL, longest member on SNL in their history. So he's been on the show since 2003. Um, first movie was D2 Mighty Ducks, and uh, yeah, pretty, pretty funny. So he's in a co- uh, you know pirate costume, kind of shock and awe there. And then he visits uh, Aquafina, who is doing some archery. And I had to do a little bit of research on Aquafina too. I was like, oh, she, was she on SNL too? But actually, um, she became famous in 2012 with her song that was uh, in 
response to the song from 2006, uh, My Dick, she comes out with a song with My Vag. So that song now has 5.9 million views on YouTube. And she actually uh, lost her job because of her music video. So something to take into consideration. So she kind of was all in. Um, but she wound up having a pretty good acting career soon after. 2016 was in Neighbors 2 and 2008... I think I got the t- the time wrong there, but and she was in Ocean's Eight. I think that came out in 2018. Crazy Rich Asians in 2018. Jumanji: The Next Level 2019. So she's gone on to have a really good career. I imagine she'll probably continue to, to keep producing uh, awesome work in music videos. Uh, and then Will Ferrell explains that Norway is beating us in EVs, and she continues to shoot uh, at this archery board, and Will Ferrell's like catching each of them. Pretty funny. Um, and then eventually catches one with his mouth just to show his uh, his epic ways in the art of... I guess, catching arrows. (laughs) And then Will Ferrell, uh, you know, they're like, why can't we all ride together? And he's like, I don't know. You have to go find your own way. So he drives an EV onto a freight. um, And then uh, they show him just going across the ocean him puking off the side of the freight. All funny little uh, antics along the way. And then, uh, you know, Will Ferrell pulls out a miniature megaphone and says, listen up, you fish 11. And then looks around and he's like, oh man, this is a really nice place. Uh, and then, uh, he gets a phone call from Keenan who says we're in Finland and they have like a caribou that's like approaching, uh, him and Aquafina. And then, uh, Will says I'm in Norway. And then one of the ladies in the audience says, no, you're in Sweden. So... Pretty uh, well put together skit. You know, it's got an excitement. You're going from one place to the next, so it's creating that sense of uh, adventure, destination, um, you know, sense of competition. People are probably like wondering, what is this all about? Uh, but I guess uh, GM has 30 new EVs that they're promising to release by 2025. And I guess this is just like a promise to consumers. Some of the uh, you know responses that I heard when or looked at when I was just doing some more research is I guess GM was hesitant on the mandate when it was like coming out in California. So uh, anyway, they've kind of turned a you know negative into a positive I guess now that they have to come out with this new line. And um, anyway, curious to hear your guys' thoughts. That one I put in at number five. Very catchy. I actually saw it before the Super Bowl, um, but. We'll see. There's some other ones I think just kind of take us a little bit further, but I put the link to the commercial into the show notes so you guys can check that out. Episode, the fourth one on my list is actually another GM commercial. It's the Edgar Scissorhands, and I didn't really put two and two together. Uh, I'm not a huge car buff, so I didn't know that GM actually bought Cadillac back in like 1909, something like that. But uh, this next one, Edgar Scissorhands, is a spinoff of the movie that came out December 7th, 1990, which is Edward Scissorhands. But they bring back Winona Ryder. She's doing her voiceover, talking about her new son, Edgar. Uh, I guess they couldn't get Johnny Depp in this, so he's not in there. Um, But he's supposed to be the son. And I didn't know this until I looked it up after the fact. Uh, but you know, Edgar's going off to college you know, he's a young boy and he's, uh, you know, punching the alarm clock, chopping up a pineapple, uh, cuts the public bus cord, uh, you know, the magnet in the auditorium gets stuck to him. So all these little, you know, shenanigans pops a football when someone throws it to him 
fitting for the Super Bowl. Um, then he's eventually working at a subway type place. Uh, yeah, and then it, it kind of you know builds up that all these bad things are happening to him. Eventually, the bus driver won't let him on the bus, so then he's walking home, and you know the scissors get stuck in the fence. All these funny little antics. And then eventually, when Oda Ryder sees him playing VR and he's like driving a car, and that's how they connected the dots with uh, him. So she eventually buys him a, a brand new Cadillac Lyric. All right, um, <laughs> and um, so then they show at the very end him pressing the auto steer button and the car is driving for him. But in little tiny font, they show at the bottom that you still have to pay attention uh, even while it's in super cruise mode. So we're not fully in the autonomous. Uh, you know time period yet but uh pretty clever you know spinoff of a movie that came out in the 90s people know it uh, it's very jarring i imagine to anything else it's that uh tim norton tim burton uh kind of gothic look but curious what you guys think so that one came in number four i actually didn't know that they were kind of it's like building off of not only are they coming out with these electric vehicles but self-driving cars so gm put a lot of money into uh super bowl commercials this year Number three is, uh, for me, was Uber Eats with uh, Wayne's World, Eat Local, with a special guest appearance of Cardi B. I had to do some research on this one, too. Wayne's World, I guess, came out on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1992. So they referenced a lot of movies uh, from the 90s and music videos from the 90s as well. But you have your classic Mike Myers, Wayne Campbell, and Dana... Carvey as a Garth Alger, uh, sitting on the couch, you know, party on, excellent, saying all that stuff, uh, and they're like, we would never manipulate you like those other commercials, so they're already playing upon just the whole premise of commercials, because, you know, they're trying to be, eat local, and then, you know, playing into the actual movie, which was, you know, they were a small local broadcast, gets bought by a bigger one, trying to deal with all of that, and they do all the subtle hit hints of, you know, Garth with his slow-mo hair and eat local on the screen. Uh, and then they even, they cut back. like it, They do a good job of cutting away and then cutting back and then but putting a little twist on whatever the cutback is. So then the next scene is them with little babies, uh, with mini-me's, with eat local shirts on. And then they're like, we would never rely on a celebrity cameo. Bring on Cardi B, who appears. Uh, and then they're like... You know, or we would never jump on the latest trend, and then they do like a vertical kind of TikTok looking dance, but it's just like a clothes swap. Maybe that is a trend. I'm not really on the TikTok game. Uh, and then, you know, bring back local eats, you know, doing the classic local eats, Wayne's World, yummy time, excellent. And then uh, Cardi B does her little like twirl, her little, oh, oh, I don't know. I can't really do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one came in at number three. So, as you're seeing, there's kind of a trend of playing upon something that a lot of people know, but putting a little twist on it. And Wayne's World is pretty well known. Kind of a risk with some of these, because they're, they're considered like your cult classics, which I've heard with any movie that's ever made is a cult classic, because you're always going to have like a small following of people that might like it. Um, so same goes with this one. I'm surprised they didn't go with a bigger movie, but... Uh, yeah, I think it wound up winds up working out well. And I'm just going to say, uh, I'm explaining a lot of these commercials, so 
if you have no idea what I'm even talking about, I would just pause this and watch the commercials. I put all the links in the uh, show notes, and that will give you a better sense of everything that's going on. I actually, leading up to this episode, reached out to like a small group, and I started talking about these episodes or about these commercials, and uh, it was just like kind of going over people's heads. And I was like, "Wait, have you guys not actually seen these commercials?" And yeah, that was the case. So, uh, yeah, it seems like less and less people are watching the Super Bowl. It used to be my mind was one of the bigger things to partake in. Number two on my list. All right. This one is Rocket Mortgage. Certain is better with Tracy Morgan. Gosh, Tracy Morgan is such a unique uh, character, unique deme- demeanor. Uh, just awesome. Uh, his stand-up's really funny, too. Um, and yeah, they, they started off with him in a bathtub eating great strawberries. A lot of these are you know, just as funny just reading out what they are uh, you know, cause I feel like when we watch commercials, it's they sometimes, I don't know, you expect the, the bizarre, the, the random. So here we go. Read, he, he's, uh, eating strawberries and he's like, uh, you know, the new couple just bought a home and they're like, you know, we can be certain we're, we're pretty sure we did everything. And then, uh, they're like, what's the difference? And they go through a series of scenes, uh, the first one being, you know, they're in the forest eating mushrooms. They're like, I'm pretty sure these aren't poisonous. Someone passes out or dies. I don't know. Uh, and then pretty sh- they're up in the plane. Pretty sure these parachutes, pretty sure these are parachutes. And they're like, mine has a sandwich. And then Tracy Morgan grabs that. He's like, that's mine. Uh, pretty interesting, you know, stunts and s- situations to be in. There's a grizzly bear. Pretty sure you, you, uh, you don't run. And then Tracy Morgan runs. And then they have, I'm pretty sure you can take down Batista, uh, the well-known fighter. Also, a uh, shout-out to his role as Drac- Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. And then his uh, you know, wife's recording the fight, and she's like, I'm pretty sure this is trending. Uh, they go through Killer Hornets. They do um, the bridge going up. They're like, I'm pretty sure we can make it. And then uh, at the very end, they've kind of stated the case that certain is better. So uh, let's go with certain. And they do a little throwback to Batista, uh, Tracy Morgan, I'll Hold the Dog, and then uh, the guy running off, Not Again. So, uh, pretty good series of little skits. That seems to be kind of the trend with uh, the last two. They're like little funny bits all combined into a bigger uh, scenario. Now, there is a second commercial. They did two. Uh, I did the first one, or the one that makes sense kind of, as first for me, but in the second one, it's similar, but, uh, some of those other scenarios that they go through is, uh, like a bunch of snakes being in a WWE fight, uh, a grudge type character from like a scary movie. I'm pretty sure that's a figment of our imagination. Um, but I won't go through all of those ones eventually with the cameo of another pro football player, Joey Bosa, who plays for the chargers. Um, but yeah, they all, it was interesting. A lot of these commercials, they had kind of a tiny hint to the Super Bowl and football, but uh, for the most part, I think they try to extend the life of them. So it's like a nod, but they want to use them in later regards. So you don't want to kind of. Uh, this is good for when you're making your own videos. You don't want to do things that make your video uh, kind of seem permanent in that one sp- spot in time. So, like referencing a year or referencing something that has just happened you want to talk in more like general broad terms all right we will get to the number one in my opinion commercial 
after the break. A cactus knows how to survive. It can endure scorching heat, limited rainfall, and defends itself against critters daily. Your business is no different. To survive harsh conditions, it's important to develop deep roots using media content that'll continuously nourish and support your marketing efforts day after day. Tactus Media is here to help you determine a strategy and create media content. Together, let's map out the next sequence of videos, podcasts, and social media to help your business thrive. Work with Tactus Media, media tactics that stick. Ouch! Visit tactusmedia.com to learn more. All right, welcome back. So for me, the number one was Cheetos with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. I uh, I don't know what it was. I, I think it, it was just everything that was coming together. So it's a throwback to not only that 70s show. Um, I didn't realize this, but uh, Ashton and Mila actually got married in 2015, and they're going on, I guess, six years now. And they uh, do a reference to Shaggy's It Wasn't Me, which I had to look that up. It came out in 2000. And yeah, I guess the, the way that that song got popular uh, was really interesting. It was kind of on the cusp of the Napster and some like lo- Napster you know, scenario where everyone could get music. And um, like a local guy put it on the radio and it just blew up. So uh, it's funny. They have him wearing the same purple outfit that he was wearing in the original music video. And, um, but they do a little twist on it, which is awesome. They have uh, Shaggy talking to Mila Kunis, just say it wasn't you. And they, they pretty much do the whole song, and they have Ashton Kutcher singing it, who, <laughs> he's not the greatest singer. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's, like, purposely not trying just to, because it's funnier when he's not able to sing in key and carry a tune. Um, and they, they go through the different scenarios of this big mansion, which is similar to the actual Shaggy commercial, walking through the mansion area. And you can see the Cheeto prints everywhere. And uh, they do a nice little twist at the end where Shaggy's like, that actually worked? <laughs> He's like, that's the first time that ever worked. So uh, very well done. Cool way. Like, if you ask me, yeah, let's combine Cheetos and the Shaggy song. And I would have been like, what? That makes no sense. But they do a good spinoff here. And, um, you know, it's some beloved people like Ashton and Mila Kunis that people like and a song that's well known. So I think the big takeaways from the commercials this year, those are my top five. I'll review them one more time. Number five being the uh, Norway with Will Ferrell. Number four, Edgar Scissorhands. Number three, Uber Eats with uh, Wayne and Garth and Cardi B. And number two, Rocket Mortgage with Tracy Morgan. And then number one, it's the Cheetos. Uh, You guys are probably wondering, well, there's some other good ones, and we'll get into those notable mentions, but I just want to mention or say with all of these commercials, they, I mean, they're compressed very tight, so they give you like a hook at the very beginning, and you kind of give you some wonder, like where is this going to go? They give you a series of events, you know, progress. They're making the characters are making a transformation over time, very short amount of time, thirty seconds or less, and then they give you a resolution. Whereas uh, that might not have always been the case. Uh, I know in the past with some of the Super Bowl commercials, they gave you like the hook, series of events, no resolution, and it's just kind of like eye candy whatever could be the most jarring but i think the consumers are getting more and more aware of good storytelling getting more and more aware uh that you need to you know be brought on a journey have a promise and follow through and deliver 
I know a lot of people are probably wondering why this one didn't make it, and that is the Alexa with uh, Michael B. Jordan. And I didn't need to do some more research on this one, too. So I was like, how are they making this connection? And there's like a bus that pulls up that says, like, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse movie uh, with Michael B. Jordan on the side. And I had to look that up. That movie is actually coming out April 30th, to 2021. It's, and I, someone read, said that it's like the confirmed prequel to Rainbow Six. Very interesting uh, that the movie is coming out. They didn't really nod to that too much, but very funny commercial where her wife, where the gentleman's wife is now <laughs> the Alexa's competition with her husband, essentially. And the only reason why I didn't think this one should make the list is because it was just a little too vague. Like, they didn't they didn't really sh highlight the Alexa as much. And so, but they did an excellent job of, I think a lot of people are going to think of Michael B. Jordan when they think of their Alexa. has a nice, like, cool uh, shape to it. Uh, looks different. Maybe, I guess they figure that you should get some, do some of your own research after watching the episode on what the new Alexa is. But, um, yeah, there wasn't really anything that stood out for me that made it different than the Lexus in the past so that was why it didn't stand out for me I'm always a kind of do a little bit of a nod to the benefits when you're doing some kind of commercial the next one I think a lot of people probably thought this should have made my top five and this was the one of the few more serious ones I feel like we were there are a lot more funny ones uh but the Bruce Springsteen uh Jeep commercial I'm young I had to look up that was actually Bruce Springsteen though I do like his music where he's just kind of talking about the, the divide in America, bringing people together, and then he's eventually walking into a church. So, yeah, a lot of people felt like that was, uh, you know, a good one, necessary message, and, you know, I think it, at the end of the day is a good message. But for me, I don't know what it was that just didn't make it to the top five. I think uh, for me, I want something that's going to, like, really stand out and be associated with uh, something that's memorable in my mind. I don't know if there was really anything super memorable other than it does make you feel something, a sense of, um, I don't know, like sadness, nostalgia, uh, connectedness. The next one, uh, TurboTax, a series of desks going to different homes, giving out random advice. Um, my dad liked that one, so I threw that one in there. And then another notable mention was the Foley.com, the standing desk, where people like dancing at the different desks. I think they come in different colors. And, um, yeah, that one that one stood out because they weren't as big of a name brand. It was like, oh, good for them for putting in a, a spot there. It's always tough with a lot of these commercials. I can imagine that, like, people come up with a bunch of really good ideas and all of them pretty much get shot down. And then they have to come up with, like, I don't know, you, you – you can see that the people that were able to be a little bit more, or the not people, but the brands that were able to be a little bit more out there didn't have to be super conservative with their branding. Were able to, you know, stand out. But it's I think when you have all these people sitting around a room, you have all the, uh, you know, everyone's always diluting the idea down. So fully, I think that's what kind of maybe what happened to them, and they probably didn't have the bandwidth or the the budget to, you know, hire Tracy Morgan to hire Will Ferrell. Because those guys are worth quite a bit. So that wraps up all of my takes for the commercials. I think they they were uh, 
this is just an interesting Super Bowl in general because there were less people. I had to look up to see what the um, you know crowd was. There's actually only twenty five thousand fans and then thirty thousand cutouts. So there were had, they had potential for fifty five thousand people in attendance, but that wasn't the case at the at Raymond James Stadium. So this had a different feel um, than some of the ones in the past. But, uh, yeah, going into my halftime show analysis, I know that's not normally something we do on this show, but I don't know. I thought it'd be fun to talk about the weekend, talking about some of his uh, you know, big hits. I know for my fiancé, she didn't. She was like, oh, I didn't realize that was the weekend song because uh, he did some throwbacks to songs that were just massive in, like, 2018, just completely took over the radio um but it was cool they start off with like a cityscape uh smoke machines going everyone wearing blue coats and red goggles uh and then you know he has this iconic like red jacket pretty cool feels like a a prince or michael jackson kind of uh, feel to it um but you know, then there's an opening of the room he goes in this like light room area with a selfie cam which I've never really seen that before. And I saw some funny memes that came out after the fact of like when you get lost and because it's like him going through the room looking around and you got all the lights everywhere. And then uh, they come out. Everyone's wearing these like white uh, face masks that kind of look like uh, the masks that we have to wear for the pandemic. And everyone's wearing red coats uh, and all black and uh, everyone's got like lights on their hands. That's always pretty cool and they bring the lights down and everyone's got their lights on their hands and when you're doing their dance moves it, it looks cool so and then everyone goes down on the field they're in sync i thought the uh you know fireworks are pretty cool uh just in general how they synced them up not the greatest fireworks of all time but fireworks in general i mean they're hard to top and i thought it was interesting they went from wearing blue coats at the beginning to then wearing red coats at the end not as much of like a story or a theme that went along but I think they only had limited things that you can do when there's a smaller audience and uh, yeah, just the nature of be- people being close together uh, as performers. So I think The Weeknd did a good job. He's a good, really good singer. Not a ton of like dance moves, but he has confidence, and I think he delivered a really good performance. I looked up online how people received it. They're like, definitely not the worst performance of Super Bowl. Uh, not the best, but it was still really good. Um Kudos to the weekend. I think it only helps his brand and only helps his personality because um, he's he's unique. He, he that uh, blinding light song kind of feels like a, a throwback to the '80s and but with a, like a refreshing twist. Which, like they say, there's nothing new, and the retro is always coming back into style, right? <laughs> and then a uh, little last head nod. I guess you know Tom Brady wound up winning it. The Bucks wound up winning the game. Gronkowski too. With two catches, who would have seen that coming? Both those guys are a bit older. They've played like two lifetimes of football compared to probably some of the other younger guys out there. But uh, they want it. I won't go into too many details. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty pretty good overall event, uh, Super Bowl. I, it brings in a lot of money, and it's a cultural phenomena where we're all tuning in at the same time and seeing what might happen live there's something very unique about live where you there's the uncertainty of what can and may happen so this concludes it till next time and remember always set goals hit the mark with your video marketing see ya
Thanks for tuning in to Vidmark, a place for all your video marketing needs. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and tune in every Thursday morning on either iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and more. For a behind the scenes look and some bonus tips, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Until next time, good luck with your video marketing efforts, and remember, always hit the mark.